0: This is Baseline, a podcast about baseball for people who know nothing about baseball. Got it in two. I'm Kyle. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to Baseline. We've got some follow-up. We don't usually do this. I mean, no, we I know. don't. We do a lot of follow-up in the Discord chat often. That's true. Um, and there are folks chatting away in there. You too can get access by going to patreon.com slash good um, But the chat currently... Is sort of a buzz about um, some stuff we're going to talk about today. Some rare things that happened in baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, your eulogizing of the pizza pizza guy. Oh, pizza pizza, pizza pizza. RIP, RIP. Very very sad news. Yeah. Did you say RIP twice? Is that a Did I? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> rest in rest in pizza pizza. Pizza pizza. Uh, also talk, uh, a few questions here, uh, just to follow up on, maybe you can answer these. When are the podcast bobbleheads coming out? Oh, um, soon. It's a good answer. It's a very good answer. Uh, Nick says that, uh, they like Beyond Burgers, some, uh, food follow-up here, mm-hmm. good on the pretzel bun, mm-hmm. cashew queso, also very good. Right. And then he he asked, "Baseballer or bases baller?" And I said, "Baseballman." I think that's fine for now. Uh, I'd love to love to get some baseball women in there, right? Uh, to to really diversify things, um, and just honestly, like take it take it wherever baseball takes us. Uh, we don't need any gender in baseball. I think is is how that goes. Mm. Mm. Uh, we also, yeah, fair. We also uh, have a couple of, let's see, we've got a news article in here. I'm scrolling backwards now. Robotic umpires. Okay, I think I've caught up. That's, that's follow-up. Follow-up. Follow-up from one of the previous episodes. So we talked about the futility mark last episode, and boy, that was a snappy... That's my... Did you hear that? I did hear a little bit of a shock. Just like a big big pop. Mm. That is my uh, beer fridge sending a surge through the entire house. Hold on. (laughs) I think I might need a new beer fridge. Maybe. Uh, I've got some additional follow-up to add to the sort of Discord follow-up about the futility mark that we talked about last episode and our good friend, Chris Davis has since surpassed the futility mark, but then he got a hit. You know what that means? (laughs) (laughs) You get both Both of them kind (laughs) of... Yeah. it's, It's sort of like a... It's great, especially the way that this happened. Um... Being a he was at a Red Sox game. (laughs) I should say he was playing. Maybe that's that's more accurate. He was. was I don't know. (laughs) He was just there (laughs) at that point. You do you do kind of feel like you're watching because you literally have not contributed in 54 at bats. But right. You walk up there and then you walk back shortly
1: afterwards. Pretty much after maybe swinging your arms a little bit. You just sort of show up. Really, you're just doing high intensity interval training workouts you know, on
0: home plate. (laughs) You know, that feel mostly a little bit. Uh, Davis says that, uh, let's see. It's been a long time without getting a hit. He said, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but obviously something special.
1: I think I th- that being and, that, um, I believe they gave him the ball that he
0: hit uh, to commemorate, right? Yeah, right. Which is a, a, that's a typical baseball thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, either your first hit as a major leaguer, your whatever 3000th hit, your something home run. Uh, home runs actually, I should say, tend to end up with the people who grabbed them, right? Like, right, <laughs> you, the fans, you, you hit yeah. them out of the stadium, so that, yeah, so the. It's sort of implicit, like you're not supposed to to take that back. But I guess you could buy it back from the fan. I don't know. You I'm, could I'm just sure that's get a baseball before. and like rough it up
1: and, and just call it yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right. No, one, no I, I mean, how are they going to know? Who's going to know?
0: Mm, yeah. I guess it, it, usually you'll oh, like, take those do, balls. Forensic testing. <laughs> the you could, you could. Yeah. <laughs> here we here we are. Uh, forensically looking at, I guess thank you mm, 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 mm. we could look at the the uh umpires fingerprints we could right. look um, <laughs> well this kind, a, of, a, this
1: kind of dirt is uh wouldn't appear on this ball uh because uh the stadium uh, uses Astroturf and blah blah blah
0: could th- that could happen? Yes, you could also get into like the mud that they use to rub up the balls. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> uh but that did not happen here obviously. I'm sure Chris Chris Davis got the authentic thing. He got the the actual one that he did hit. This happened um on Saturday between the Boston Red Sox and let's just say the entire team of Chris Davis at this point mm-hmm. because uh as he sort of walked up to the plate The Boston Red Sox fans were kind of um, uh, what jeering him. What's the what? What would be the word here for like jeering? Yeah, uh, they're like kind of just cheering him on in a very very sarcastic way. You know, no booze necessarily, but more like, yep, good. You're not gonna get a hit again. Mm -hmm. Um, But once he did get a hit, I guess he broke into a smile when his bases loaded, two run single in the first inning broke the drought. Uh, he says it meant a lot to me. He tried to make the most of his terrible stretch. Uh, I've got an nypost.com article in here, which is just sort of untenable, but feel free to go look at that in the show notes to read more about it and um, mm-hmm. look at his smiling face. Congrats to him. Very much so. Um, he did the thing. <laughs> it, it.
1: Yeah, that's kind I of think that's been... Probably the best thing is that you can... You know, you break the the bad record that you don't really want to break, but then you stop breaking that
0: record. That tends to be the baseball thing, right? Right, like it it's it is it is a thing until it is not. You have the streak until you do not. Mm-hmm. You do not the thing until you get the <laughs> streak. It's it's a very it, you're in between streaks a lot of times mm-hmm. in baseball, and mm-hmm. and whether you're on a, a hitting streak or you're in a drought, it's the sort of like consecutive nature of baseball that um it has this statistical bent to it and it has sort of this like sacredness to the numbers i guess um it is it it's how i viewed math in college and and like statistics and stuff there there was a time and a place for it right like there's a context for it and a reason to it but you don't quantify and calculate everything for the sake of calculating it. And a lot of times, I think baseball comes off that way. I think Chris said it best. Definitely does, yeah. (laughs) Uh, In our our chat, the way baseball nerds get off on obscure stats is amazing. Hockey commentators are almost as bad, uh, but baseball has so much downtime to fill air with that, I'll fill in the rest here for for Chris. Uh, that commentators have to grasp onto something, right? Like yeah. they have to, right. they have to say something. Well, he's oh for thirty two, and uh, this is his fourteenth time batting from the left side, and his eighth breaking pitch that he's taken in the dirt. <laughs> this is the fifth time he's played. He's faced this pitcher wearing this uniform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and and these stats, I don't. You know, it's almost like. They could make them up and we would be okay with it either way. Like in, in the long run, I don't, it's like me watching my sleep or counting my steps every day. Like in the, the actual steps themselves don't really count. It's sort of like, did I have a better habit over the course of six months than, than I did the previous six months? It's, it's definitely not whether i had 501 steps or 822 steps it's it's not the numbers i guess in baseball and 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 as a passive observer of baseball that's kind of hard to grok sometimes uh when you see things like uh this this other article that uh nick put in our chat the rarest thing in baseball just happened and that rare thing as they start talking about it is like Joey Votto not popping up after 6,827 plate appearances in which he never once popped up to the first baseman. Votto, on Wednesday, did against the Dodgers. And it's like, okay, great, great, I guess. Would love to be the person counting all 6,827 times that happened. Well, that's according to fan graphs, apparently. Mm. He has a 1.1% infield fly ball rate. For his entire career, which in the grand scheme of things puts him at obviously the very, very tippy top part of that bell curve um, and becomes sort of a statistical anomaly, which is why, you know, it, it's kind of cool to track this stuff mm-hmm. and see the players that lie on either end of the spectrum. But it's it's also sort of like scientifically, you know, correlation causation, like there's nothing in the way that Joey Votto hits the ball likely that we can point to and say well he doesn't pop up often because his front foot whatever lifts off the ground yeah uh, a quarter of a second before the ball gets to the, like it's it can't you can't tie these findings these statistics to scientific reasons to help baseball hitting you know be taken into the 28th century it's just gonna <laughs> kind of be a number that you look at, right? And and that's fun for some people, I guess. I don't know. Do you do you have a, a feeling on especially this article? I think this is sort of like the. I kind of want to puke in my mouth a little bit seeing stuff like this because this is just who cares? Yeah, I read it and I was like,
1: okay, I'm not really even sure that I understand what this means. Uh, you know, like, uh, did they win the game? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Uh-huh. I don't know. You know, to me, it seems like for, for some people, baseball is just a big, huge probability exercise. You know, less so right. than being a sports game. They're just like, consider the permutations.
0: I guess, but I think there's, I don't know. I've seen the Amazon AWS commercial where they're like, you know, he. it shows the guy leading off from first. And it's like, he has a 50% chance. And then he leads a little bit more. The sixty percent chance, then a little bit more, eighty five percent chance, and it's like these calculations cannot and will not be happening on in the dugout by the player, right? None of that. The players running like, "Oh, my chances are increasing as I go along." It 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 is all sort of like a post mortem analysis of the baseball game that I guess can inform the next game, but how how much do you slice and dice this? Yeah. this stuff to the point where it still provides value like the 6800 plate appearances where he didn't pop off to the first baseman like there's something clearly different in the way that either he approaches things or maybe there is some physical reason for this to happen but likely it's it it is a sort of like split second mental decision that happens where he just doesn't swing at pitches that are up in the zone that you're likely to pop up and that's it like mm-hmm. <laughs> he just sort of has a habit of that um i i do find it kind of mildly interesting that more of this statistical analysis is being put onto um like ai you know uh yeah. it's being roped into the the computational sciences that are going to be handled by either Amazon web services or fan graphs or whoever and it's not necessarily something that major league baseball maybe they do sort of like on the back end pay for but it's not something that they're like, well, we own these stats now and you have to like pay us to get access to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it it sounds like there's a little bit of democratizing of the data to, to try and figure this sort of stuff out, which I guess is the reason why folks are tracking it and uh, maybe increasing value of players based on that information and crunching the numbers to say, like, well, Joey Votto, you know, he would do well in the five slot for us as the San Francisco Giants because our current five slot, once people get on base, they always pop up. Like, Brandon Belt sucks at that. But that that's the only way that I could really think that this is going to become valuable is that this information is targetable by different baseball clubs looking to uh. Like capitalize on what this very 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 specific right side or left side of the bell curve has to offer and fits into their strategy. Like that's kind of it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna move us on then to one of the. the, This is a weird baseball thing. It's the first link that I have here on uh, our list. But uh, J A Hap tried to be like Bartolo Colon on this play. But he's not him and nobody is, according to Cut Four, uh, a Major League Baseball.com property. Uh, you've seen the Bartolo Colon uh, sort of like behind the back throw where he's running down the first base side and he throws it behind his back? Uh, I'm sure I have. Or
1: I'm looking now because <laughs> they link to it.
0: He's just keeping the ball away from Board the whole game. He wants to get it. there. ball! That's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> so, that's a wonderful, wonderful play. Um yeah. Now, in contrast, you gotta watch I, the I saw Between this. the Legs yeah. flip try. I saw this. It
1: did not go well. In the embedded tweet in this article, the caption is just, whoops.
0: And, uh, yeah, that's basically what happened. Uh, My favorite favorite part of this video is the slow motion replay and the reaction of the first baseman to be like, are you kidding me? Yeah, he you did just, not just do that. He was just like, what? Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it was a, not even a defeated look. It was like, a, are you kidding me? Look, right. like, what have you done? Why would you even try that? Mm-hmm. Especially the fact that it went over his head rather than being. I, I guess I should go look at this in the show notes if you have not seen this yet or you are not I don't know in our chat please do go look at this it is worth the 34 seconds and the ad that plays before it trust me yeah um,
1: and I saw too that they were assessed an error for this <laughs> which uh, I guess that makes sense.
0: It's it is absolutely an error. Yeah. Like they there, <laughs> it is a it is a no look. It's something that I would do. Three sixty no scope. <laughs> yeah. He yes. He one hundred percent tried the three sixty no scope. A ball between his legs to the first baseman, who was a direct like. You you have to think nope. that these players these players are handling baseballs constantly. Like they are. They should be yeah. second nature.
1: And so He's, like, what you he, know, what he was trying to do was he to was toss. trying to wind up in one of those compilation videos. That's like, you know, top 10 uh, trick shots or whatever. Right. Yes. It has all the, you know, it has like
0: the <laughs> all over the top of it and all that. It, it was. Yeah, it. Don't dude perfect my MLB, please. <laughs> like, I I don't need this. I, I'm okay with him just grabbing the ball. Like, there is something to be said for understated play of baseball sometimes where it's like, I know that I can't make this. And that is the professional decision. Trying to throw it between your legs to the first baseman is not only an unprofessional decision, it is literally an error. They they call it an error on you, the pitcher, by trying to do that. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, there is uh, this is also under uh, a header that I've called we- "weird baseball things." So this is sort of the the third one in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin, let's see. Pitcher pulls off a move straight out of the Matrix to avoid line yeah, drive. So I saw this too. too. Yeah, I. I um, did I send this to you?
1: I forget. You did. did yeah. yeah. So you sent this to me. I think on mon Monday yeah. or Tuesday. I mean, he did the he did that neo move. He he did that agent move from the Matrix where they just like bend their back and avoid right. the bullet.
0: But it, you know, a baseball here. <laughs> I love MLB's tweet. They just said the Matrix 1999. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is. It is a very <laughs> very good, tweet. good. And there's
1: a of course there's a slow mo and it just right. barely, you know, I, I'm just, I have my finger on the playhead and I'm just moving it back and forth frame by frame.
0: It's quite something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very amusing. <laughs> just it's, like, it's really interesting that they they don't really have, I mean, baseball slow-mo is sort of this other thing that I feel like only, I don't know, that I see old baseball reels from the 70s and it's like they're doing slow motion sort of, right? They're going kind of, Frame by frame at times. Mm-hmm. But it's this super slow-mo, like I don't I don't even know, like 480 frames a second, 240 frames a second thing. Yeah. Um it it looks very cool sometimes, but it's like it's so inconsistently used in baseball, I feel like. It it is way more consistently used in things like the NFL or i uh, probably like the uh, tennis you know where they need to actually see where the ball hits mm-hmm. um but for baseball it's like why are there not it's just eye candy <laughs> right? yeah it, re- it definitely does feel like that sometimes or or for like cool plays like this mm-hmm. but why not have again another sick from <laughs> a trick shot <laughs> yeah from but like from every angle <laughs> all you would need are six or uh, what, eight slow-motion cameras from either end of the ballpark to point at each base so that you could count whether or not the runner is safe or not. I mean, it's it's like these these instances where they're like, well, we don't ha- really have a good look at that. The, I, you can, I can't count the number of times that that has happened where it's like, well, we can't really tell, so we're just going to go with the call that we made. Like, that's not... That should not be the case. You have millions and millions of dollars, and you have thousand FPS cameras. Put one on the field, on a turret, or or on a I don't know. Like do something to make it so that we can get a better angle at this uh, to see whether he was safe or not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's my that's my slow mo rant. I guess for uh, I do want
1: to major league baseball. um, at the bottom of this article there's a a link it says that these moves came just one night after Cubs pitcher Hugh Darvish managed to hit three people with just one pitch so I clicked over to that article and that's uh, also a great video he manages to like bounce it off of the pitcher and the catcher and get the umpire all in one okay, throw here, here we go <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> And that's (laughs) one of the (laughs) terrible that that's a a, a, what that's a triple kill.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think you earn legendary status for that or something. Yeah, you you definitely do That's (laughs) A 99 mile per hour fastball struck the Marlins hitter uh, on his right thigh, striking umpire Brian Onora near his throat and ricocheting into Cubs catcher Wilson Contreras. On the back. Yikes! Yikes! <laughs> I have to. I have to watch this again it's... and see. <laughs> Thigh, throat, back. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Baseball. Wow. Okay. So here's the other thing that I've been really thinking about, and and I, I want to hear from our listeners on this because Kenny's posted uh, a link to like robotic umpires. Is it time because they're getting worse into the chat? The look of baseball. I, I just take a snapshot, sort of, right now, of the way that that baseball looks. With the main screen of of most games, it's going to be the mound, the pitcher on the mound, and then a look towards home plate with the batter up there, the catcher, and the umpire. That's kind of it. Mm-hmm. How how is the look of baseball going to change in the next few years? If either you know. Uh, <laughs> like robotic umpires, like they're not going to be robots, right? They're going to be probably just laser guided strike zones. Right. That, you know, sort of like a
1: camera system of some kind, a
0: a camera system. I mean, if they can't get the cameras, right. How are they going to get the home plate camera, right? Like I don't anyway, but that's the thing with this. Like I want to, I want to hear from you guys. Like what, what is baseball going to look like in, let's put it in like 50 years, right? Like is, is there are there going to be systems in place not just for right yet not just for uh like trying to see if something's in the strike zone but are they safe are they are they out are our bases capacitive are you know like are there lights what's going on because the future of baseball to me is not stats it's not this like pouring on of of quantitative information from these news sources I get that they've got to meet quotas and they've got to post stuff but like how can we avoid players and umpires getting hurt like this this is ridiculous like the umpire should probably just stand maybe 10 feet to the right and be there just to call whether they're safe or not you know or or get a general idea mm-hmm. but have the laser guided strike zone call the balls and strikes so that catchers just don't need to get hurt. Like I feel like you could probably keep the catcher there, but the umpire doesn't need to be behind there anymore. Yeah, like, get him out of there. Right. It's all they're going to do is get hurt. And and watching this, someone getting hit in the throat with a ninety nine mile per hour fastball. Yeah, fast that's ball, not great. That's it's not. not it great. really, really is not. Really bad. Yeah.
1: But uh, all I want to do now is I want to take some of these videos that we've watched. and I want to make meme edits of them with some of my sound clips because I can yep. think of some good ones.
0: <laughs> uh, most of these are also in very, very, you know, nice quality. They're professional baseball. And so you're going to get you can get some good rips. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm just thinking feeling. the one where he, you know, uh, underhands it through his legs and just zoom in on the first baseman as he's giving that
0: yep. look and just. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. You you, I I want no part of that <laughs> for sure. Like I, it's <sighs>
1: and then I and do then I do have, feel like that sometimes. You do a, a whole wasted vine on the um you Darvish's throw as soon as it hits the yep the, the yep. baseball the batter just. <laughs>
0: All right, baseball means Although what you incoming. what you actually
1: uh, I, I would have to find a video game where it like it says like triple kill or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh Unreal Tournament is is a good spot for that. They've got uh they've got some good clips. Well, I wish see um, Aaron on our other show. He has a he has the
1: fatality
0: clip. Right. So, which brings me to do 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 do. Oh, minor that, league team of the week. We need a, Why don't I have a sound cue for that? That's an oversight. Uh, Well, you know. Send me suggestions for a sound cue for that, because I don't know where to begin. We could do, like, I don't know. Like, the the beginning of the show starts, obviously, with, like, an organ sting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I've got this. (laughs) But that's not really... (laughs) <laughs> Minor league team of the week, yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't doesn't really fit very well, but um, we'll we'll find something. It'll it'll stick eventually. Uh, if you've got, I don't, I don't know. I guess the thing that we could do is, uh, if you've got a suggestion, we'll I, we could either make it or something that we've done on previous shows. Uh, that I've I've worked on is we've taken folks' recordings of things, uh, and played them as the segment bumpers. So please, mm, yeah, give me your best.
1: Give me your best like sports center or MLB TV. Either a sports center announcer of, "It's time for the minor league team of the week," or a baseball announcer on like MLB TV
0: like and
1: "Folks, it's time once again for the minor league team of the week."
0: Both very good examples. Uh thank you yep. for that. You're welcome. So we'll r- we'll run with that for now. Uh I <laughs> speaking of minor <laughs> league teams and fatality I went and saw your Las Vegas Aviators. Indeed. A brand new team in Las Vegas uh, for, I don't know. I, I I just went to their, one of their first games that they've actually played in this new Las Vegas ballpark, ballpark, stadium, whatever. It holds 10,000 people. Wow. So it's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's a big boy. Um, but the. Quite
1: literally brand new. Opened April 6th. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I went on the fourteenth, uh, okay, fifteenth, yeah, one of those days. So it was, it was like ten days after mm-hmm. they had been mm-hmm. open.
1: Um, but the you were still peeling the plastic off the uh, seats and all that, right?
0: <laughs> well, no, actually, no. uh, because mm-hmm. these these seats are unlike anything you've ever seen. Uh, I more on that later. Yes, the game I went to though was between um. The Las Vegas Aviators, as they are now known, Mm. and the Fresno Grizzlies, who is the AAA affiliate for the Washington Nationals. Mm. Uh, Vegas Aviators are the AAA affiliate for the Oakland A's. So they had like on their jersey, on their right arm, they had the Oakland A, uh, A, I guess, Athletics Mm -hmm. A, and that, I guess, is... Good for a season, at least. Uh, sometimes Triple A affiliates change, um, as the Fresno Grizzlies have changed many times. They used to be the Giants, now they're the Nationals. I don't know what they were previous years to that. I think they may have been. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Dodgers. I. I. Don't, I either way, um, teams change all the time mm-hmm. in terms of Triple A affiliates. So their colors change and stuff like that. But. Uh, I went for Jackie Robinson Day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jackie Robinson, obviously number forty-two. So everyone on the field, at least in Major League Baseball games, wears forty-two to honor him. Uh, And I think it's a it's a really good thing. It's a cool thing that everybody celebrates every single year. And uh, it was neat to be able to go to a baseball game during that particular day. Uh, The difference, though, at a major or a minor league ballpark, I guess, is that not everyone wore number forty-two. So that was a little bit weird. I think mm. it's a budget thing, probably yeah, well, yeah, maybe. like a. <laughs> we just uh, we don't have enough costly. money to. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and no one's had that number before, so it's like you got to go to the factory. You got to get the numbers. And it's a it's the whole thing. Right. Uh. But we got to the. Oh, I'll just walk you through the day. Um. We got to the stadium early, mm-hmm. and it was kind of windy outside, but the parking. Hey, minor league ballparks. This is how you do it. This This is is how you do it. it. Free parking. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Strange. Mm -hmm. I mean, parking usually is free, but not for sporting events. Like, come on. Right. It's they're probably trying to get uh, people to show
1: up. You know. So, what better
0: way? Well, they've sold out. At least up until the game that I watched, they had sold out every game before that. So that was a good like uh, five games, I believe. Um, they were wrapping up their homestand with this game mm-hmm. that I went and saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Las Vegas aviators, I'm going to give you a little bit of history on this team in particular, since that's kind of what you do. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of taking the reins from you because I went and saw the Las Vegas aviators. You are we're uh, fully, th- fully out of the comfort zone here. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, buckle up buckaroo. Cause your Las Vegas aviators were once Formerly known as Las Vegas fifty ones. Oh uh okay. Um oh mm, is that they're low uh-huh, uh-huh. uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh I think mm. so like like area fifty one, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. Like like a- like aliens, like grays, right. mostly. Yes. It's the aliens. Yeah. It's the it's very Not good. The big it's surprise. Very good. Yeah and they also used to be known as the Las Vegas Stars uh between 1983 and 2000 so v- a That's very 2001 boring. move uh Las Vegas <laughs> moved to the 51s yeah and probably just started drinking a bunch of surge and uh, <laughs> absolutely stuff.
1: and i'm sure that uh their um ballpark food became uh quite a bit more uh uh what's the word eccentric <laughs> Dude perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Right. I'm imagining like them serving you like glowing green beer. Oh
0: my gosh. But. That that just makes, it makes this sound too. It goes. Now they haven't, I mean, honestly, they haven't moved too far away from that. They do still serve margaritas that have a glowing LED uh, light in them. And so they kind of like shimmer and change colors. That's definitely still a thing that they do uh, as the aviators, but. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the the rebrand and this brand new stadium, uh, they're trying to signal sort of like a, a, a renewed life, mm-hmm. uh, a new lease on life for your Las Vegas <laughs> uh, minor league team. Um it was overall a very, very good experience. I, there are some some major things in here that I want to touch on, and I have documented them as photographs. So please open up your podcast player of choice right now, and if it does indeed support chapter markers with images embedded, you will see them now. Uh, first up, main thing that I'd like to talk about are these seats. Um, yeah. The seats I got were were looked, pretty great. You've got like you to think about... <laughs> Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is. It's a hundred percent like the chair I'm sitting on right now as well. Uh, it is an all mesh, both bottom and top chair that you can pretty much see through. Yeah, um, that it's still shaped like a, uh, a regular ballpark a seat, stadium seat. Yeah, but yeah, but this this stadium, every single seat in the ballpark, it was. It like had this. to have been much cooler to sit on for. It was spectacular. My <laughs> butt did not get tired. It was cool the whole time. It was a r- pretty cool night, anyway. Uh, you know, sort of like light sweatshirt weather. Um, but think about the summer in Las Vegas. This is not an indoor ballpark. This is like open to the elements. Right. And you do not want to sit your butt down on hot mega plastic. hot plastic seats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, this is the first time I've ever seen this. And please, baseball, f- just do this. Like, yeah. get rid of all your seats. Forget, like, I don't care how much history is in your chairs. Look, Looking at you, Fenway Park. Boy. Absolutely. <laughs> get rid of all of these and put, put these in. I don't know if they come in other colors. Who cares? It it was so comfortable. Well,
1: I'm sure Herman Miller is glad to crank them out in different colors.
0: Yeah. That's who I yeah. assume it's it. It looks like an air on. <laughs> Yes, everyone, I mean, Vegas really, sort of, they're, they're not, uh, they're spending on the chairs. They're not spending on the jerseys. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of mesh going on, though, and uh, it probably, you know, does pretty well to to keep the overall temperature of the stadium down when the sun is beating, you know, mm. straight down from the top, like, mm-hmm. you're not, you're not ending up with all of these plastic chairs, sort of, residual energy yeah. sitting in the plastic and and heating up everybody around them if it's empty all their thermal uh, mass <laughs> right right exactly uh the next image on here is uh, it's it's sort of a lot uh so you can kind of see where my seat was uh i was the behind seats, yeah. the yeah 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 uh only about 20 bucks a ticket huh. for for this for okay. for pretty great seats um but I was behind the third base side here, uh behind the dugout on the third base side, which is where the uh the visitors were. Mm-hmm. So that was all right. Um, because I don't really I don't have a dog in that fight. But this is a photo of their mascot, um, whose name escapes me. I'm gonna search the Wikipedia article real quick. Alumni. I believe his name was some sort of I mean it looks like uh it looks like dark uh, duck, but Yes, it was uh Spruce the Goose. Uh hmm. okay. Indeed. So so he's got sort of like this is that, Howard Hughes.
1: Oh, is that what look.
0: Aviators
1: is in reference to Yeah, yes. Mm. Yes. Show me all the so blueprints. Ha- yes,
0: yes, all of all of them. Yeah. Um See, the, if
1: I had known that and I was at the stadium, I just would have sat in the uh, in my seat. And when a vendor came by, I would have just been like, come in with the milk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I I was at sort of a loss for references at, at this yeah. point in, in the goings on. I uh, should the put the because...
1: popcorn in my left hand <laughs> and right. grab the hot dog uh-huh. with my right I, hand. With
0: my right <laughs> hand. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the... This was such a very cool mascot. The, the sort of like wearing the aviators. He never lifted the aviators, which was the other weird thing. Um, yeah, I kind of yeah. expected like, okay, maybe well, maybe does you know, like, <laughs> um, maybe you don't want to know what's behind the aviators? <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> uh, that's probably true. Uh, but he's sort of wearing like a jumpsuit. Uh, he's got slicked back blonde hair. Um, and it's—I mean, it's a goose, yeah. right? It's a—it's a walking, talking. Goose. It looks like
1: a fighter pilot goose, to be honest. Like it looks like straight mm-hmm. out of Top Gun, but like the Looney Tunes version.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, he was sort of a jerk as well, which well, was geese normally are. <laughs> True. He—he uh, he did I have not have a side note story children, for the after show about he, geese. <laughs> mm, mm, would love to hear that uh patreon.com slash good stuff the the goose though uh spruce was every time that like he would be w- running by uh and a kid would hold up their glove like hey throw me the ball he would run up to the kid and knock their glove out of their hand it wow was, <laughs> it was it was great <laughs> it was glorious. Cold.
1: <laughs> yeah Uh, so the, the, I feel like minor league mascots, uh, get away with more of that kind of shenanigans than like a major league
0: mascot. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, they, they were only on the field, but they could have gone all over the stadium and just messed with people all game like that. That would have just like dumped out your popcorn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just sort of the, 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 you've got the mean mascot, like the real mean one. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, of course, this wasn't the only mascot. Of course, that the aviators had. Uh, if you look, take a look at the Wikipedia article. There is sort of like uh, the personified aviator there, uh-huh. uh, with with the goggles yeah. sort of look, and then the the like Power Ranger face mask. <laughs> go, go go Power Ranger it's got it's got kind of like this robot look to it a little mm. bit, and they of course had a mascot that embodied exactly that. That was you know the they have the face and it had uh, the pack and stuff like yeah. that.
1: It says here that mascot is named the Aviator. Yeah, they should have had Howard, <sighs> <laughs> the duck. Well, uh, no, no Howard Hughes.
0: Oh, all
1: right, I'm, just I a was... man in some baggy nineteen fifties clothes, just sort of wandering everywhere and. uh you know, uh, being eccentric.
0: <laughs> I think that would that would have done probably pretty well. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was it, it was sort of like a. You know what it felt like to me. Uh, maybe you've seen this. The Warriors' old branding used to have a mascot called the Warrior, and he was basically like this uh, pillow-stuffed, muscular man that had a a just stone cold face but would be like flexing all game mm-hmm. and that's what this felt like like no personality you know like drawn on abs it was a it was a really bad look it felt very much like a 2000 like 1999 2001 thing that that would have been made um and I don't know this was it's like they fought internally over well, what should our mascot be? Well, we made this guy as a logo. Yeah, but the duck is so much cooler. Yeah, but the the guy, the logo. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It felt like an argument happening sort of on the field while this is, while this is going on. I don't know if that's a common thing to have two mascots, but to me, it felt weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things you may see also in both the spruce, the goose, mm-hmm. and the image underneath it is that there are nets going from the, the left side to the right side, uh, fully encompassing my entire view of the ball game. Um, I was sort of aware that this was happening in Major League Baseball. I did not know that it was also happening in Minor League Baseball. I, I, it makes sense, right? They tend to test things in Minor Leagues before they move up to the Majors. Um, but this was also something that I experienced in Japan because they are far more liberal with their net usage to keep folks safe, to make it so like bats aren't flying into the stands and hitting kids or hitting people or whatever. I mean, you see, you saw what happened when the ball hit the umpire in the throat. Like, imagine a bat, a wooden bat, flying out of someone's hands into the stands. It It is super dangerous. It can definitely hurt you. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of cool to see. It didn't really impact my experience of the game though. Um, Cause the net was pretty far in front of the, uh, of the whole dugout area. Um, one of the weird things though, that the players seem to have acclimated to is like, Hey, there are nets right above where the uh, dugout is. I'm going to throw the ball really hard into the net and have it drop into the dugout. Mm. Uh, so they'll just sort of like instead of tossing it to a kid or you know throwing it over the net, they throw it at the net and then it drops. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, last last little bit here, and I, I've included another image of just sort of the ballpark to give you a, a nice sunset look mm-hmm. at uh, at at this this beautiful beautiful ballpark. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Finn the Bat Dog.
1: Was no 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 bat dog.
0: Yes, Finn the bat dog was probably the highlight of the game. Uh, they don't have a kid, you know, someone's child or someone right, they unrelated, can't, they can't someone that. volunteering. <laughs> right. What what they've done? I mean, the, the spectacle and the show of Vegas really shows here. They have a dog. That when a player is done with their at bat and either hits a home run or, you know, runs to first base or whatever, and the play is over, Finn the bat dog runs onto the field, grabs the bat, and brings it back. That is uh, the best thing I've ever heard. It's, and this is maybe the best thing you've ever sent me. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was really great to watch. It was fun in person. It's it, it definitely it, a delight. And they've got, yes. you've, um, you've linked uh Finn the Bat
1: Dog's Twitter, which is at Finn the Bat Dog. um, And the cover image is of Finn holding a small cooler, which is a delight, because I am, like to imagine that he would bring me some brewskis. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the profile picture is him with a bat in his mouth, which is also great. I mean, this is, dogs are made for this, are they not? I mean, they love carrying large
0: uh, sticks, so... Well, and, and supposedly the reason they did this was because Finn the Bat Dog is so much faster than a child, which I have <laughs> no doubt. surprise me. <laughs> yeah, um, and then um, his bio too. Uh, this is it
1: says waiting to get called up, and I'm like, well, call, like, come on, call up the Bat Dog. Like,
0: he deserves it. <laughs> Let's get
1: him to the yeah.
0: A's. <laughs> I, I would love to. Uh, so if we could, if can we you could ma- also can you imagine a, that,
1: oh, you're watching MLB TV and. Uh, joining the team, called up from the minor leagues, Finn
0: the Bat Dog. <laughs> he needs a number though, or something. Does. Like uh, he's he's got sort of like a uh, uh, service dog uh, vest right. on, which makes sense, right? Like you you want he needs some visibility. He's a dog on the field, and it definitely feels out of place for baseball. But again, like this was the coolest part of the whole game, outside of the fact that. There was a player on the Las Vegas Aviators that hit three home runs in one game. Mm. By the way, minor league uh, hitting is fantastic. Minor league pitching is atrocious. And so it (laughs) makes for very fun games. Uh, It it was really good. But again, Finn the Bat Dog, so much fun. Uh, He only went for like the first three innings. Because uh, I can, uh, I can imagine that tiring, tiring a dog out. Yeah. You need sort of like a whole team of dogs to. Right. to well, they bring can get a whole team of in. dogs.
1: <laughs> Just yeah. line yes. them up. Yes. <laughs> bring it on! I mean, really, the the MLB. You want an idea how to make
0: baseball popular with millennials? Dogs, B- lots of dogs. <laughs> I agree. I 100 percent agree. So, if you've got visions of baseball, Major League Baseball in uh, 2058, and it's just dogs, fine. I want to hear about it. Uh, you can send all that stuff to us, of course, over at baseline underscore show on Twitter, or if you want to keep those uh, predictions private and um, maybe just, uh, you know, you, you're you sort of the Nostradamus of Major League Baseball and, and sports in general, and you, you have your, your al- almanac that you, mm-hmm. you took from mm-hmm. Biff. Yeah, uh, biff at baseline.show is where you're going to want to email that so I can get my gosh darn book back. Yeah. Dang it. (laughs) Uh, You (laughs) you should also, if you've got a couple of bucks, head over to our Good Stuff Patreon page. Uh, The funds that you pay us monthly go to both support this show directly and to keep the lights on at the Good Stuff Broadcasting Network. Which I haven't called it that since 2014. (laughs) Here at Good Stuff Corporate, (laughs) corporate headquarters. We need (laughs) we need chairs. They're plastic and they're hot. So please send us your bucks (laughs) for chairs. Here
1: at Good Stuff Corporate headquarters in uh, Secaucus, New Jersey.
0: (laughs) Ooh,
1: ooh, (laughs) hmm. Because that's where MLB stuff is located.
0: Oh, I thought that was a... Okay, you could have said Cooperstown. That would have been... Uh, that's well, more of man. like a... Yeah, I mean, know. I guess. Yeah, all right. Yeah, fair. Uh, we'll also take some topic suggestions. If you've got some topic suggestions, topics at baseline. show, or you can jump into our Discord. We'd love to hear from you. We will probably talk about links that you post in there, or... Uh, Definitely
1: going to be talking about the Bat-Dog for... A long time, at least.
0: I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very excited to put this episode out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just released one mm-hmm. today. Uh, but please, please, please do give Finn the Bat Dog at Finn the Bat Dog a follow on Twitter. Forget us. Just <laughs> go follow like Finn the, the Bat Dog. Seriously. Just please. Yeah. <laughs>
1: if you do one thing for
0: us, follow Finn the Bat Dog. And if you've got some spare time uh, after after you followed Finn, g- uh, head over to goodstuff.fm and check out some of the other great shows. Again, Andrew's got another joint over on the good stuff broadcasting network have. that you should you should indeed check out. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> Ding dang. This
1: has been Baseline and that's the ball game. podcast retransmission or account of this game without the express written consent of goodstuff.fm is prohibited.